Hello there. This is the first episode of That's So Haddon. Speaking is me, Ollie Davey, Connor Howlett. Hello. Joe Mannion. Hi, I'm Joe. And, <laughs> and oh Will Haddon himself over there. Hello, everyone. If, if anyone hasn't met Will Haddon, if you studied Inspector Cools at, at GCSE, Mr. Burley, picture him. If you can picture him, I guarantee that at least 50% of his features will be Will Haddon's features. That, is, that, is, that is false. I have more in common with Michael Fassbender in 300 than Arthur Burley, my mum told me. What about Michael Fassbender and Macbeth? Oh, I, I don't know, a bit old, mate. A bit old? A bit old, yeah. Is he? Was. Yeah, I liked Macbeth with Michael Fassbender. I didn't understand a word they were saying. But you, know, it's, you could just tell it was good. Tell me this feeling that you well, can tell it was feeling, good. You know when you watch Shakespeare and it's like old English and you can't fully... Well, it's, it's not quite old English, it's Shakespearean English. It's Shakespearean English. old English, so it's not exactly <laughs> like... you know. That's like English. living in the old town in Cheshire with Will Haddon. Oh, it's not... You, you see, Joe is, is a man of, man of, man of truth. He's, yeah. you know, he's like a prophet. Man of culture. I liked, I liked Macbeth, but, I, you know, it was a bit violent for me, to be honest. <laughs> So basically we're gonna be discussing a few like topics and just see how how little you know, have a little talk and just see what goes down really. So the first thing, okay, this this is something that I discovered as an app, okay? It's called Kissinger. And the description is the smartphone accessory that lets you kiss over long distances. Mm. Long distance relationships are always tough, and the lack of physical interaction is one of the main reasons for that. <clears throat> There's no substituting human touch yet. But rapidly advanced technology already provides some intriguing alternatives. One such example is the Kissinger, a smartphone peripheral that allows users to kiss over long distances. So basically, I, I think you get a little gadget with it, which is like lip-shaped, and you, <laughs> you're already looking at Will's face, he's not too chuffed about this one. He looks confused. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. You know when adults are that, you know when like your grandma or something says something like, oh... Kids these days, in about tw- in about ten years' time, we're not even going to speak to each other. It's going to be on our phones and living in separate rooms. It's actually quite hard to argue with them when you hear about stuff like this. <laughs> you get what I mean? My Which... query is the Kissinger app. How does it produce the moisture of my grandma's kiss? Because <laughs> your grandma's kiss. <laughs> well, she's very sloppy. She gives me a sloppy, wet kiss on the lips. Oh, so. Brilliant. So your nan's dead. <laughs> well, one of them is, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So she, she's pretty That's dry. So she's pretty dry. That's pretty so. Okay, okay. She's pretty dry. Oh, good lord. Oh, all right, okay. So well, I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you a picture of, of the Kissinger robot. On, and let me on. just say, it looks like an alarm clock with, with, with <laughs> rabbit ears. <laughs> with kind of a lip, a lip thing, uh, a lip feature that's extending out. That uh, the the lovely lady, the lovely model here with uh, very curly blonde hair, is uh, is kissing. Oh, this is weird. Don't write that. No, no. no. So no, if you... it's like it's like a piggy bank. It's like you're just kissing. Hey, it is it. Like big... So you're kissing a piggy bank. Okay, so what I've got a question. If you were in a say a long distance relationship, say mm. uh, within Europe, you know, within Europe. So not maybe her world. name is Trudy. 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 I prefer, I prefer, Trudy Jones. I prefer, I prefer Gertrude. Personally. Gertrude? Gertrude. Gertrude. Or Gary? Gary. We are very cosmopolitan this, on this on this podcast. We don't we don't rule out anything. Anyway, point is, point is, is that something you'd engage with as a try? So she, if she said, um, oh, say she's from France. Oh, yeah, we'll lie. Oh, this is not a French accent. But she says, oh, I want to try this Kissinger thing. Can I, can I, can I do the accent? <laughs> no. Wait, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Yeah. Just because the girl is in France, doesn't mean... why would she be French? Because you'd have to be, you'd have to be in some. No, well, maybe she's, picked up the a- maybe she's picked up the accent. Yeah, yeah, well, anyway, and she, What's... Will's picked up his phone. Bonjour, William. How are you doing, mes amis? 
my friends. <laughs> Why are you doing my friends? Wait, so, so, okay, and then she wow. says, give me your phone. She says, well, I've got this new app. And I want to, it's a kissing app, and obviously I, I miss your your soft touch. Mm, your tender touch. Tender, mm. lumbering touch. Um, and so I want to try this this kissing app. What do you think? And she, you open a box and you, you get the little thing delivered. What do you think? What are you going to say? Are you going to give it a go? Or are you going to be like, absolutely I'd, not? I'd, I'd, I wouldn't lie to you, Ollie. I'd give it a go. You would? I would give it a go, You'd yeah. love it, wouldn't you? I would, I would, I would be weird. I would, I would want to take a nice cold shower afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! <laughs> but but I think I would give it a try. I'd hope so, give it a try. And so, you'd, you'd have to clean the Kissinger robot as well, yeah, wouldn't you? Know you? What, you know what, you're right. He's, Joe's right, you would. You would have to like clean it with like wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why would someone else be using it? And does the Kissinger app have a synthetic tongue? Or is it just lip kiss? Yeah, do, or? do you feel... The, the kiss back. I think you do. I, I remember reading yeah, an article about point, this. That's the point. And, and you feel you feel the the sensations of your partner's lips. That's weird. Mm. Kiss back. Mm. Which is that's the point. Yeah. 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 That's the point. Give it time, or we'll be, we'll be like sleeping with robots and other, <laughs> other gadgets. I like think this. I'm, I think we'll, we know what we're getting Will for uh, his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know you know how to guess who's on the other end. <laughs> we're gonna get. We all know that the whole time it's gonna be Joe Manion. Well, of course. Who else would it be? Joe Manion. That is so manly, Joe Manny. <laughs> okay, right. This is uh, another thing that happened in 2016. It's called the unlikely 25-year friendship between a human diver and a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I love fish. There's, I love fish. There's a bay in Japan, and it's a meeting place of two very unlikely friends. Local diver, lo- local diver, local diver Hiroyuki Arakawa, and an Asian sheep shed ras. Was that how you say it? Is that a fish? <laughs> yeah, sheep's head ras. By the name of Yuriko. <laughs> the pair met 25 years ago oh. and have been visiting each other ever since. So, Ara, so the guy, he's been looking after an underwater shrine located in this bay for over a quarter of a century, also acting as a guide for a tourist who wants to visit it. During this time, he has become unusually close with a giant friendly fish who comes to greet him whenever he calls. All he has to do is call by knocking with a hammer on a piece of metal and the fish shows up. They've been friends 25 years. And Hiroyuki has even named the fish Yuriko. <coughs> what do we think of that? Oh my god, that, that is one of those stories that you like to see from BuzzFeed onto your Facebook and <laughs> scrolling yeah. it down. It's like this this cute fish and this cute diver or whatever. But Ollie, not gonna lie, mate. It, it is something. Is, is it, was it Japanese? I was like, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it's Japanese. Japanese. You have always say, yeah, well. it's, <laughs> yes. it's yeah, yeah. It's like such a. It's such a like a. Do you think you'd get that in the UK? Going for a dip and going for a dip in the river chess and meeting a pie. Um, I, I think in Scarborough maybe, yeah. In Scarborough, yeah, Scarborough Fair. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> giving me a very strange, it's, confused look. Yes. Like bum now, really. <laughs> 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 oh. I, just, I, all I can picture is this big, like midlife, mid, midlife, 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 midlife crisis guy called Keith for like three kids and a fit, like a, a like a, a Ford Fiesta, and he's like, "See you later, love." I'm just gonna see Mike, Mike the Pike. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Mike, do, you think, do you think this could be Ken Loach's next film? Of uh, Mike <laughs> about the, Keith and Mike the Pike. Mike the Pike. I want to write this because this is, sounds good. Imagine like just gets in his car and imagine his kids. It's like a friend of where's your dad going? I was going to meet his fish <laughs> that he swims with in the river chest. Mike the Pike. <laughs> they should be kind of interesting friends. Really. What, what, they, what would you do with them? Oh, you'd just give them a good stroke, wouldn't you? <laughs> but, would they, but, <laughs> but would they forget you? Would they forget well, you? So as soon as you leave. 
But yeah. But I thought I thought Fish had a how very do we short know, How do we know that Eureka is the I same? I once heard about. Yeah, and, and, and maybe there could be different people that keep knock. Well, if if a different person knocks, maybe the fish would maybe, still come. Maybe, anyway. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the same fish. Also, okay, hypothetically, say this is all true. It's not you know a load mm. of rubbish. Mm. So, I think that what Joe? Let me ask you this. Mm. Would you, <laughs> mm. <laughs> would you want to be friends with a fish? Would mm. you want to be friends with a fish? Would it be a, a worthwhile friendship? 25 years this guy's been friends with a fish. Well, one of the observations I've made is he says it's a massive fish. And I know that fish, if they live long time, they just keep growing. They just don't stop growing. So, yeah, there's really? like goldfish. That Ultimate like game. Massive. Yeah, because <laughs> massive goldfish. Yeah, there, there, have been, <laughs> there have been a lot of people who have been flushing goldfish down the toilets after they've won them at, won them at a fair. Mm. And um, in certain places, like I think in the Mississippi, mm. there are giant goldfish <laughs> in the rivers because the goldfish have been flushed down the toilet, and then they've just been thriving on the river water, on yeah. the river, on the maybe the algae in the river, and because they haven't died, they've just kept growing, and they're, they're giant. They're, they're they're the size of Will's Will's left bicep, which wow. which to the to the listener who cannot see Will, it's very big. Thank you, thank you. But you know, you see, the thing is, is that that fish, what that fish does has this fish who's friends with Japanese man. <laughs> Eureka. doesn't have is that he has issues now he was flushed down the toilet when he was only a little young'un so he was one at a fair and he was like I'm going home to see a family and they just flush him down the loo so he, he, he then winds up and he's talking about the Japanese <laughs> no I'm talking about the goldfish and flushed down the toilet and he ends up in the Mississippi so he <laughs> the Mississippi so like, why are you in the Mississippi oh that was what I said, what he, that was what I said so he would roll out so he'd get into the Mississippi which is the fish equivalent of I don't know uh Juvie or, <laughs> or no, or no, east, there is no fish juvie. Or Eastern Brooklyn, where he's now raised in the streets of the Mississippi, and he's got like this big, like picture this big pufferfish, being like, "Hey, Dimmy, you want to buy some fish food?" And he's, so he's obviously he's going to bulk up to fight the people yeah. off. Yeah, no, I understand that. You get that? You yeah, because you know what? You have to be big to survive uh, fish juvie. Do you think that he, the goldfish eat? Con, actually, this is a question. Do you mm-hmm. think the goldfish eat other fish? Do you think that goldfish eat other fish? Do you think they do it on a larger scale than Mississippi? They probably do. And I think that's why it's a problem. Because they're eating... The crocodiles. I had a goldfish. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a goldfish. And I also had three minnows. And I named them all. I love them very much. That's the goldfish oh. in the Mississippi. We kind of I'm just showing oh. a picture. Oh, mad. And it really is the size you do, you of Will's do, left bicep. You do like... Not the right one, though. That'd be, no. That'd be no. no. <laughs> anyway, it's anyway, far too small. As I was, as I was saying, yeah... So I walked down one sta- my stairs one day mm. and I looked to my tank, my beloved fish. So my goldfish has a minnow, half a minnow, hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> Ooh. One of my good friend minnows. And I was only like maybe 10, 11. I didn't have any friends back then, you know. I haven't yeah. even met you guys yet. No. So I was just sitting there. Mm. And I was like, okay, one of my friends has eaten another one of my friends. Mm. You, know, you know, it's hard stuff. Do you know, Ollie, yeah. I have, I can, I, my flatmate half went bless her heart she said to me the other day she's a really good friend of mine she said that she had a fish for almost 10 years and it died when she was in year 12 and she was actually really sad really yeah. <laughs> um, well you get attached in you I guess yeah, yeah. the bond grows and you just can't let go <coughs> anyway that's that's uh, Sorry, guys, what was his name Yurikawa or whatever that's about shall we uh, should we take a, should we take a quick break now while we warm our toes yeah I'm freezing yep I'm freezing. Uh, we'll be right back after this ad break <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by William Haddon's Laugh. <laughs> it's also brought to you by Collie Poo Poo Productions. Follow Collie Poo Poo on Instagram for more. Mr. Weasley. 
Thank you, Joe. Right. So basically, the aim, the aim of this is to just kind of talk about uh, some news, not not generic news, like kind of some obscure news that maybe a lot of people wouldn't have heard. And then we're just going to see what some of us think about it, really. So, I've got up something here, and the headline says, Queen Elizabeth II was once almost shot by one of her own guards. Oh, that's a plot to like a... Uh... Was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely one of the, one of the guards Sounds like of, a sh- of, our, of our monarch. Sounds like a Sherlock Holmes episode. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Is that your reaction? <laughs> Has anyone watched Sherlock Holmes yet? From yeah, like, I, have. I, I have. was so average. Really? I was so disappointed for it. I, I think the next one's going to be better. We, I hope we, so. We do, do your thing in a minute, mate, don't worry. <laughs> right. now, I'm, I've got more hopes for Taboo with Tom Hardy tomorrow on. It's like it's like a, written by the guy who did Peaky Blinders. Ooh, yeah, yeah. With okay. Tom Hardy, and he comes back from Afri- colonial Africa with like, <laughs> stolen diamonds or something, and he's just a bit of a badass, I suppose. Tomorrow being the 7th of January. 7th of January, uh, BBC, BBC One at... And there's nine or seven. You can check that for yourself. Uh, I think probably you, nine. Probably nine. Yeah. You've done right. your plug now, Will. Then. <laughs> <laughs> right, so basically, this this the, the sub the subheading is kind of well, not the subheading, the description. Turns out the Queen is prone to late night strolls on palace grounds when she can't sleep. The British newspaper said Wednesday <laughs> during one such three a.m. walk. However, a guard thought she might be a prowler. Who's that? He called out, according to the Times diary. Bloody hell, Your Majesty! I nearly shot you," he said upon realizing his mistake. That's quite all right," she answered. Will this? I'm... This sounds like complete crap. It sounds. It's special. Like <laughs> one must request this one person to be booted <laughs> off of the tallest tower so... in the tower of Will, 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 Will. I've got a question for you. Got it. If you were hypothetically this <laughs> this guard, yeah. you'd go, oh, cool, blimey, your majesty, oh, sorry about that, nearly shot you, mate. Oh, yeah. oh, that's not how you speak. <laughs> that's definitely how you speak. <laughs> so what what would you what would you do in this situation? I'd, I think I'd... You know when you just have those moments in life where just, your world just crumbles? Like you say something or do something. Imagine being the guy that almost shot the Queen of England. <laughs> like, imagine telling your grandkids... Oh, yeah, I was, I, I was in the army, me. I got the Queen, I almost killed her. Yeah, there's, there's, there's that guy that almost shot Hitler in World War One, wasn't was it? And then, uh, yeah. and then Hitler had a portrait of him in his bunker. Hitler did and have a portrait of him, yeah. Imagine, like, it's, it's, it's almost. Would you say it's the same thing? I no, almost no. shot the Queen. I, are you comparing the I Queen shot to the queen. Adolf Hitler? No, no, I'm saying almost <laughs> shooting the Queen is as bad as not shooting Oh, him. yeah. If you shoot Queen Elizabeth II, it's not going to be a joyride, really, is it? It's not going to be like, oh. It's, I, I pro- I'd probably say that not shooting Hitler is a is a far larger mistake. We won't get into that now. No, that'd be pretty hard. But the thing is, is that like I that would be something that I would do. I'd be on that World War One battlefield, have a man in my sights, and be like, do you know what? I'm gonna not shoot him because I'm, I'm gonna let, let a man live today, and that person turns yeah. out to start the biggest conflict in world history. That is a hand move. Wait, are we still talking about the Queen? Oh, no, sorry. Anyway, back to the Queen. Um, Don't worry about the Queen. We've moved on. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I've got something. That was, from, uh, that was from a Huffington Post article. What do you think about the, the Hollyweed sign? I, think, I, I thought, I think it's fake. Isn't that fake? 
Surely it's fake. Well, why would it be fake? Well, what? Okay, number one. All right, sorry, LA City Council. Can I just change the wood to weed? <laughs> no, they covered up bits of the O and, and put like white, white you know, painted. Sorry, can, can, can I that see makes a lot more sense. <laughs> it wasn't a public they decision. They didn't change it. <laughs> it wasn't the council's decision to change this. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I knew it wouldn't be. That's why I thought it was fake. Like, can, can you explain this, Ollie? Yeah. It, okay. So basically, it was a, it was one guy that did it. He went up there. Mm. It's the Hollywood time. Yeah, and just changed it. Um, he did it overnight, okay? <laughs> no, so yeah, it wasn't part of the, part of the council meeting. So Most yeah. call it the mayor of LA. Can I change the Hollywood sign to, uh, <laughs> to a Hollyweed? Oh, do you know what? That's a banging idea, mate. Go on there, boy. You go do that. Yeah, okay. in Downley, at the bottom of the hill in Downley, there's an area called Disraeli, and someone has taken the D at the beginning and the I at the end, and it says Israel. Yeah, so, it, it, it keeps going back. People keep, they keep changing the sign. And then Downley it to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Downley. I mean, it was both messes, complete messes. Speaking of prowlers as well, there's a Downley prowler, isn't there, Joe? Yes. Oh, no, I've got to hear about this. Connor and I... Um, <coughs> There was, uh, a couple of years back, uh, a number of emails sent round by mums uh, in the neighbourhood. Uh, you, you say it, you know it better than me. I, I never saw the email. Okay, so I, I saw the email, so I know it better than you. Uh, haha. Anyway, <laughs> so the, the emails basically said there's been a man looking in to the windows of houses and there's a couple of families that have been a bit worried that... They're... You'd love it, wouldn't you, Will? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there, were, there was a bit of uh, wariness and people worried about their children. And Connor and I decided to start a comic called The Downley Prowler. Oh, we didn't. And the protagonist oh, is an old man and he looks in the windows of people's houses and it's oh. the adventures of him. Perfectly innocent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it is. Because the first issue... Well, should we say what happens in the first issue? Yes. Okay, the, the first issue is the man... He, he's walking past his house, and then he sees some, it seems suspicious behaviour going in the top window of, of this house. So he gets a, he gets a, a ladder out of his arse, because that's what he keeps everything. That was really fun to draw. It was. He puts it up to the window, climbs up, and it, there's screams coming from this window. So he's like, oh my goodness, I need to make sure that they're okay. Yeah. He gets up there. Does the ladder smell like poo? No, well, yeah, probably. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you yeah, shuffle yeah, over your yeah. ass, it's going to smell like yeah. I'll ask you a number of questions here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he gets up to the window, and they're just having sex. But just quite animalistic sex. Because he thought the screams were well, someone, someone being attacked. attacked. Damsel in distress. How so old was this? Was like last week? A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. When we were uh, 12. I've still got the Inked original pages in my in my room. I'd like to see them, Joe. They'll go for millions one day. But Yeah. Yeah, and um, and basically the guy calls the police um, and the, the Downey Prowl is arrested and and so the legend begins. Yeah. But, but obviously, as, as we know, as the reader and the listener... Uh, we know he's he's innocent, mm. and we're going to fight for his innocence. Yeah, I'd be more concerned about the Downley Phantom, to be honest. The fact is, oh, please tell me more. Uh, Downley Phantom. Did you not hear that during the English Civil War? No, 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 <laughs> no I did not. Go on. I did not hear. Downley was raided by parliamentarian soldiers because they they went AWOL and then they hang people from trees. And sometimes, in the, on the, the calmest of nights, you can hear them still screaming, except for one man who seems to go walking about and. Uh, 
go to Colin Howlett's room and, uh, and sings his bedtime feet. stories. <laughs> Tickles his feet. And sings in <laughs> Faith by George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Will's, Will's just horrified because I used to wake him up when he'd stay around my house with the, the violins from Insidious. <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't, don't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> He's Wait, still haunted. Will, do you know about the woman in Downey Woods that burned herself to death? Oh, this is, yeah. Yeah, this is really she, recently. No, she, did a, she burned herself or was she murdered? No, I think we... we what a horrid way to go. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, it happened near Joe's house. Yeah. And, and, and the, police <laughs> have, it? the police have said that it's unsuspicious. Oh, well. So that would, that would seem to imply suicide. Jeez. Okay, I've got, I've got something. Right. Very uh, sad. Connor. What we mentioned we were going to discuss in in today's episode was uh, UFO sightings. If you could enlighten us. Well, not quite UFO sightings. No? So, you know, in there's a centre in America that it, it's searching for messages that are sent uh, through, through the galaxy. And we also send messages to see if we ever get any in return. Right. Well, recently, they've discovered where a bit of message, like, of wave message, uh, has been coming from. A galaxy... A few billion light years away, and oh yeah, I know. Will's but the home, problem is, Will's home planet, to send the message back, <laughs> to send the message back, the Earth would be long extinct uh, by by the time it would actually reach there. So probably the wherever the messages come from, it's it's. Um, so what is the message extinct. shed? Why did they? No, no, no this well, well, because there are sounds. There are sounds. It's not. It doesn't seem to be random. And it's, okay. it's, there's a pattern in the sounds that comes every every now and then. Mm. But what they actually think it is, is they think it's radiation from a star. Uh, ah. A dying star. You know but originally, do? the clickbait articles were saying, oh, they found the aliens and stuff like that, and it was breaking news, and yes, the independent, I'm pointing to you. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because when I, went to, when I went to try and find the article later, uh, mention of alien life forms had been abnegated. And redacted. So oh, that's a shame. So what do I think of this? So Will, what do you think about aliens? I don't know. Do you think they're real? Oh yes, hundred percent. I think that believing in aliens is more credible than believing in ghosts or werewolves and stuff. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the universe is endless, it's just huge. Like, we cannot. If we are, we would be so arrogant to believe that we are the only intelligent life. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. It's the actually physical. Like it is impossible. The probability of there not being life in the everything. The, the, yeah. It's got to be. Even Sorry, Will, just to clarify, when you say oh. huge, you don't mean you huge. No. You mean genuinely yeah, expansive like a, No, it's huge. huge. It's like huge. How, how, <laughs> it's like, going to be huge. Will, 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 will <laughs> huge. times by 100, let's Yeah, say. basically, let's just well, go for that. Bit much, bit much there, Joe. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a quick ad break. And then Ollie's going to perform for us. Yeah! Where has this come from? <laughs> See you in a minute. Boom, 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 ba 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 you can listen to Ollie's new record, Heavy Thought, on iTunes, Bandcamp and Spotify just by searching Heavy Thought or Ollie Davy, Or even both. And we're back and with our final topic, Ollie, fire away. This is from oddityscentral.com. As, as were the first couple of stories as well. Mm. South African herbalist walks around literally dressed in money. This was... This was reported on December 14th, 2016. So, a successful herbalist from South Africa has become known as a South African word, which I can't pronounce to save my life, but it translates, translates as a body dripping with money. After he started wearing a suit made of real banknotes to show off his wealth. William Haddon, if you had this sort of wealth, what would you do with it? Uh, that you could afford first to wear off, why has this man not been mugged? <laughs> why has this man not been mugged? Oh, and yeah. so I'm not. Oh, look at me, I'm a suit of money. Because he's so ugly, you don't want to take any of his clothing off 
to reveal what's underneath. That's probably not. Maybe you don't want to touch him. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 Ollie, what are my thoughts on this? Um, I think people need to get life, to be honest, because this is a bit weird. Art is art, and the point is a point. <laughs> oh, well, the question was, if you could afford to literally wear your cash, you know, what would you do with it? Uh, do you know what I think? Oh, do you know what I buy? Red Squirrel. You go. To I go and buy. I buy business like Red Squirrel. You love it, wouldn't you? And, and well, what's the Red Squirrel? Just Red Squirrel is a fantastic microbrewery based in Berkhamsted, Hertfordshire, that is now expanding throughout the UK, mainly the home counties area. And I am a frequent visitor to the Chesham store. We can tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but shout out to them. They do amazing ales, bitters and stouts, and the occasional a lager. No, anyway, do they do lager? They do, they, do, do, they do naan bread. What? <laughs> do they do naan bread? <laughs> it's a, a Matt Berry reference. You can't you. You know, oh, it. Oh, yeah. oh, yes! Bad <laughs> Right, anyway, yeah, what, so what would you do? You buy a I'd buy red chain. Like, I'd buy a chain, but I'd also, like, you know, I'd buy, I'd buy a good house. I'd buy a decent house. Probably not a massive house, because I, I don't like, I don't think I'd be quite lonely. But I'd buy, like, a, a reasonable size house and just pimp out from the inside. But, Will, you could, if you had that much money, you could buy friends to live with you. You could buy your own gym and work out. Oh, I could. This is my next point. If you have a home gym, what's the point in going outside? So you have a gym, so you, you exercise inside, <laughs> you've got a TV, you've got entertainment, you've got exercise inside, you can live. Why would you just go outside? You can, you can live. Can't you can live outside. Oh, well. treadmills, I suppose. Yeah, treadmills and stuff. So, you know. Maybe to meet meet women, exotic women. Well, Will loves his Tinder, so. Will <laughs> does. I don't like Will, when was the last time you used Tinder? Um. November. I deleted it after that. Why? Why? I don't why, why, did, why did you get rid of it? Um, because I thought it was dark tape! I thought I, and also, I, <laughs> I don't have the game for it, boys. I can't pop up and be like, oh, wow, I'm buffing what you're saying. I don't have the game for it. Because, like, Ollie and Connor. You should hear some of the stuff that Joe used to say to his matches. Will, what was your opening line, you think, on Tinder? Um, Gully, the German army, because you're, you've started the battle of my bulge. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we make like the Confederacy in 1860 and secede to my bedroom? Why are they all military? <laughs> military history. Ridiculous. Foreign military history, not even the English Civil War. <laughs> Why don't we make like. <laughs> what are you saying? Why don't you make like Char Charles I and cut my head off with your vagina? What? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Wait, name me a time and a place, we'll be there. <laughs> okay, so Ollie, what would you do if like, you had enough money that you could wear it? Oh, I can't, you know what? Pay off my student loan? Yeah. Oh, that, that is so annoyingly sensible! <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to get a job, am I? So I might as well just pay off my student loan. I would pay off Pretty boring, though, the loan know. sharks. <laughs> right, at the end of every episode, we're going to try and get Will to give See. us a chat-up line to anyone who's looking for love at the moment and is maybe struggling chatting to the ladies. Because Will's a ladies' man. Like a lonely mm. heart. Yeah, he's, he's very good at this. So, mm. Will, what would your piece of advice be? For, yeah, first, what would your piece of advice be for this, this struggling young, young chap? Oh. And then, what would your recommended chat-up line of today's show be? My advice to you is don't be yourself. <laughs> oh be, a, be a better version that you create over years of of loneliness and solitude. <laughs> and then my chat of line of, my so. chat of line of the week is a historical one. Um, girl, are you the German army in 1944? Oh, no, not because you've started the battle of my bulge. <laughs> and thank you and good night. Well, do you think that's actually going to work? 
Uh, it will probably work on a, on a history student. Should we should we say bye now? Yeah, I think yeah. we should say bye. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. much. Should, we, should we go round? Will Will uh, say thank bye. you guys for listening to the That's a Haddon podcast. I'm Haddon. I'm Mannion. I'm I'm Ollie. Sorry to be boring. <laughs> and I'm Connor. And that's, that's so Haddon. That's the jingle. <laughs>